Hello and welcome to the Ozaren Podcast. On this week's podcast, Bri, Dave and Ashley talk about the new PlayStation 4 Pro, BlizzCon, and the first trailer for the Ghost in the Shell movie starring Scarlett Johansson. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Please be aware that there is some adult language used. Okay, enjoy. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hey, it's been a two-week hiatus, but we are back in the new flat. Back like Die Hard 3 was with Avengers. We are here to live free and die hard. But we're not wearing any signs that have like, racist slurs on them, like Bruce Willis did. <laughs> At least I'm not. I don't know about you. No. I'm wearing uh, no no racial slurs on my, my body. Thank God for that. Uh, so I'm Brian. I'm joined today by Ashley and Dave. Hello. Hi. Liam is not here because he is having a Lord of the Rings marathon in Glasgow. He's been a wee ill. Full of a took. <laughs> so it's been a tumultuous week in more ways than one. Um, not just related to video games, but we're not going to get into politics today. No. I don't <laughs> Uh, I'd rather just turn into an angry rant of a podcast. I'd rather while. largely avoid politics entirely. Yeah, um, I, w- I was going to have a penny jar, and every time you mention politics, you have to put a penny in. Yeah, let's not talk about it. It's just nobody wants to hear about it. It's been said time and time again. So we're just going to talk about video games and how great they are. Yeah. So uh, first, I'm going to come back to something that uh, we started a couple of weeks ago. Liam had a competition. He really? yes, he did oh, at yeah, the end of the podcast. Obscure quote. He had an obscure quote from a game. And oh. we asked the audience to see if they could guess what it was. We had a grand total of zero entries. <laughs> but just as a reminder, I'll play that clip. Can I interest you in a gourmet dog biscuit? And uh, if anyone guessed that it was from Broken Sword 2? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even remember. I don't know. You would be correct. It was like an obscure quote that he paraphrased. Like he paraphrased the quote from the game. So it was yeah. kind of... Awkward. I just played it. Through the, the magic of radio, Ashley. <laughs> um, but yeah, and here's here's the original as well, if you want to hear it in context. I found some more of those biscuits for the shaman. I'll give them to it. Now I'm the one that's going to look funny if like we can't actually get a hold of those. But So we'll have another another uh, competition at the end of the, the show if you stick around that long. I've, sure, I've got one sure. in mind. Oh, do you have one? I sure. do. But yeah, shall we get on to the news for now? Yeah, sure. Um, so the first order of business I would say is that um, Sony released their new console this this week what? and you acquired one I did I managed to get well not managed to get a PS4 Pro it's not like they're fucking NES Mini or anything they're actually <laughs> easy to get um, so I got it I got it last uh, just past Thursday there um, it's 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 really big it's very big and heavy is it full of mercy? Um, I couldn't possibly tell you. Um, it's <clears throat> how do I start talking about this thing? Uh, shall we give a bit of backstory about it first? Well, I'm assuming that most people know about it, but it's it's the result of PC hardware outstripping um, console hardware too quickly uh, because console hardware is now based by and large on PC hardware, um, even Nintendo stuff, which is. Categorically, well, like, traditionally, never been based on PC hardware. It was always Nintendo did their own thing, until very recently. Um, so e- explicitly as well, because I think you've alluded to it. But this is the PlayStation Pro we're talking about. Yes, it is it's PlayStation <laughs> Pro. So they made a big deal about this being like, oh, it's more powerful. But the the main marketing thing is 4K and HDR. 4K and HDR is the next big thing that television companies are trying to sell to people. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Uh, <laughs> is this a 4K television we have here? It is, yes. In in the new flat, me and Ash picked up a 4K TV. Uh, Nothing to our... play anything 4K on. Well, but we've got Netflix. Uh, and Netflix oh, does stream in 4K. It, it, it does, does do terrible, 4K. terrible things in 4K. But mm. what? No, Luke Cage. Uh, Jessica Jones. Luke Cage in 4K, isn't it? Daredevil. Like okay, a lot of the original series. Okay, we've watched all of them. So. I'm, I'm so for watching Luke Cage again in 4K. I'm totally alright with get that. That boy gets shot a That's what I know about Luke Cage. He does get, he gets it's shot so an awful lot. Oh my god. I'm looking to watch it maybe. As soon as I've hooked up my uh, my final two speakers, I'm watching Luke Cage <laughs> in 4K. Is it, is it good? It's good. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, it's got a really good soundtrack as well. I'm going to be watching. Has it got the Wu Tang Clan in the soundtrack? I can tell you. I'm, well, not, I'm not down with, with, uh, with, with rap music. With your urban hip hop. Nope. Sorry, I'm totally... 
Um, All about the uh, classic prog rock. Oh my god. Yeah, it's terrible. Anyway, so back to the point. PC hardware is now vastly outstripping um, console hardware, and the general sort of like culture of how games development works now. And I'm not a developer, so this is just me from the outside looking in. Um, like that one song by Stained. Okay, remember Stained? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that everybody's trying to develop for the same hardware, and everybody wants to make as good a game as they can, obviously. And it's it's no like how it was 15 years ago, where like. I don't know, like Capcom would make Resident Evil 2, which I've just mentioned because I've played it recently. Um, and it's specifically for P- PlayStation hardware, so it works well on that. Um, but now everybody's developing for the same hardware and they're trying to make it as good as they can, but also trying to compromise with everybody. So it's mostly really, um, easily visualised that the game's been held back by consoles, which, like, hardware's Hardware and consoles dates easily because obviously they're meant they were meant to last five years, but that's now not going to be the case anymore because no. um, PC gaming is getting more popular. Whether it's a fad or not remains to be seen, um, but it is, and people can build their own things. And PC games can be modded, and a lot of the time they'll have um, better settings. And there's a big focus right now on like visual fidelity, yeah, which. I would not say is the greatest thing. Like it's good to have a focus on that, but it dates quite easily. <clears throat> dates easily, and it's now getting to the point where, like, especially with PC gaming, I found is like it's it gets to a nitpicky level. Yep. Where people are like, "Why is this texture not displaying on this resolution?" Blah, blah blah, all that kind of thing. But the PS4 Pro is the answer to that, as is Project Scorpio for um, Microsoft yeah. and Xbox. Um, which won't be out till like next year, I think. Yeah. Uh, the PS4 Pro is the first console that outputs in 4K. Um, I don't have a 4K television, nor do I have an HDR television, because I'm an idiot. But I decided <laughs> to buy one anyway. Um, yeah, you had your reasons, which I suppose we can go into greater depth. Well, I was selling a Wii U anyway because I don't use it, and one of my friends uh, decided to buy my PS4 off of me. So I basically only paid a hundred quid for it. So I was like, sure, why not? So, my experience with the PS4 as Pro is a bit limited at the moment because I only have two games I'll compare with. I mean, one's not really a game. Demo's still count. A demo. They need some love. Which we'll talk about later as well. But the first game is Middle Earth Shadow Mordor, which I don't really like that much. Right. Um, and the second is Final Fantasy XV Judgment Disc. Okay, um, that's the latest Final Fantasy Fifteen demo that was released for a Japanese audience? Yes, but you can set up a Japanese account in like five seconds sure. and download it very easily. Oh, I've had a Japanese account um, for the DMM app, uh, but that's another story entirely. Anyway, um, so Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor, I've gone and gone into my personal experiences first. It has two modes, which most games will probably have. So you'll have your um, high-quality 1080p mode or whatever, Resolution below 4K, they decide to output them. And that will be, for example, usually higher quality in some particular aspects, so better anti-aliasing, better draw distance, higher res texture, stuff like that. I think Skyrim has a setting like that for Mm -hmm. the PS4 Pro, and it also has 4K output. So obviously higher resolution, better visual clarity, all that kind of thing. I tried it on the 4K setting, which said that it would super sample down back to 1080. Okay didn't really make much of a difference. I didn't see any difference. But then again, I've not played the game in a while, so I don't know if it's I don't know if like it's just me not remembering properly. The ten eighty P high quality mode didn't look that much different from the four K mode. Okay. To be perfectly honest with you. It had better anti aliasing. Like there wasn't as many jagged edges and stuff and I think it had slightly better draw distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't quite as much draw fog. Um but then again, the game has like a sort of weird mist on top of it all the time anyway. Yeah. Because it's set in Mordor. Um, so, that was, it's, it's a hard game to make a judgement on, to be honest. I know that um, looking at some videos from uh, Digital Foundry, um, who I think are, are subsected Eurogamer, I don't remember, but they do their own things anyway. I'd have to pass on that one. Um, but they have done like a lot of comparisons and all that kind of thing with PS4 and PS4 Pro games. Um, I think Battlefield 1 and the new Call of Duty really benefit from it at least in campaign mode yeah. because you can't really have it in 
um, multiplayer mode yeah. because it affects frame rate and all that kind of thing. I would hazard a guess that newer games will probably have more of a clear division between uh, the standard and the pro as a result of um, maybe developing specifically for it rather than backporting it. Yeah, so like um, Middle Earth Shadow Mordor, they've always just went like, yeah, we'll put an anti-aliasing patch and we can we can bump the resolution at 2160p or whatever it is. Sure. Um, so it's it's not going to have as big a difference, like you say. Whereas like, get, like newer games, which are taking advantage of better hardware, newer GPUs, all that kind of thing, are going to see a bigger improvement. And the PS4 Pro should be able to take advantage of that. Should. Um, I know that um, I think one of the bigger ones is um, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Right. Rise of the Tomb Raider apparently looks really good in it. Um, the new Battlefield, the new Call of Duty, all that kind of thing. Um, but it's it's hard to tell whether it's worth the money or no. Um, if I'd had to pay full price for it, I would have felt a bit gypped. Right. I'll be honest with you. Is that um, just because you only have the one game for it, do you think? Or It's a combination of factors. Because I've only got the one proper game. Because I don't have a 4K screen. Yeah. Um, That's going to be a big one, I would imagine. So, I would be... Unlit- if you have a 4K screen, you have a lot of games to take advantage of. Yeah. Or if you know that there are games coming in the future, like Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, what other games are coming to do? take advantage of it? I can't think of any, but Horizon's a big one. Um, Last Guardian, I would imagine, will probably have a port some kind of patch mm. um, just out of interest do you um, is it the kind of thing that you could potentially run through your PC monitor because I know that my, my monitor is uh, I don't know if it's necessarily 4K it's got higher resolutions than 1080 yeah. and, and it's got um, high dynamic range I think it has is it S video out or something like that or like the, the different RG, I think RGB out or something no it's not RGB out um, I can I some description? I think it's HDRI or something, or it's it's not it's not HDMI, but it's a it's a, it's a it's a PC monitor output, but it does have that as well. Right. Okay. Uh, which the it, the original PS4 has that, the PS4 Slim doesn't, but the PS4 Pro does. So they added that back in. So if so I think presumably you should use it with your PC monitor. Right. Okay. So it might be uh, an option for some people that don't necessarily have 4K TVs, but you know want, want to at least get the. Yeah. High dynamic range uh, quality on it. I've heard that HDR is the, the big difference maker a lot of the time. Um, infamous Second Son and Infamous First Light use HDR very well because like there's a lot of they, they both of their games are based a lot on um, effects and like, visual effects because like the powers the characters use. Yeah. One of them is like a neon essentially like effect. neon lights and yeah. Uh, yeah. like light trails and stuff. Yeah, and that apparently looks great. Like yeah. it looks really good apparently. Some um, some of the comparison screens I've seen between The Last of Us as well. Last um, of Us is a big one as well, yeah. The high dynamic range on things like clouds. Yeah. Uh, things on like uh shadows and detail on that looks really it, nice on the It PS4 does make game. a big difference. So if you have a screen that's com- supports HDR and four K and you have either either you're planning on selling your PS4 and you have the money lying about, I don't see why not. If you if you were in the very unique position that I was in Maybe I go for it. I just decided to jump for it just because. Mm. If I decide to get a 4K screen in the line, that'll benefit, obviously. Yep. But I wouldn't suggest going getting one now if you have a 1080p screen. There's no much point. I decided to kind of future-proof myself a bit um, because FF15 supporting it, and I would be very surprised if the 7 remake doesn't support it either um, because... At some point down the line when we get that... Okay. Yeah, um, to go on a bit of a tangent, that trailer they showed last year, there is no way that's running on a regular <laughs> PS4. Categorically, there is no way that's running on a PS4. No. Um, dev kit maybe, but it's not going to run on a regular It depends PS4. how much of it was pre-rendered. Uh, well, it's a Nomura game, so possibly 90% of it. <laughs> but yeah, that's my experience with the PS4 Pro. Um, it's no like the most educated experience, but as a first-hand one, and I was willing to be quite honest about it um, I don't have I don't have any like particular vast experience with anything that's taken major advantage of it I do have Infamous First Light but to my knowledge that game only supports 4K output and that's it it doesn't have anything else so I didn't cons- I didn't consider that like worth trying so I tried Mental Earth Shadow Memorial and the 15 demo <coughs> the 15 demo that's two seconds 
it has um, lightweight mode. These are rough translations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and high quality mode. Right. A lightweight mode is regular PS4 mode. And that runs at, I believe, 30 on regular PS4. Or a PS4 Pro, I think it runs a little bit higher, like 40 frames per second, that is. Okay. Um, um, high quality mode, I believe, is PS4 Pro exclusive, I think. Which gives better anti-alias. Um, it is noticeable on a 1080p monitor. I would imagine it's probably going to be more noticeable on a 4K one. But it is... It's, like, the jaggies in that game are kind of bad on the older demos because of the dynamic... Um, resolution thing yeah. it uses uh, you probably noticed that in Platinum demo when yeah. things get busy on the screen it scales down to like 720p at some points and it looks bad I, I wouldn't have necessarily noticed it scaled down but I did notice the graphic fidelity was, was lost at, at some points yeah um, that's what that is the, um, the dynamic um, resolution thing um, it's not as evident in the new demo but that's my experience with the PS4 Pro so yeah that's about all I've got to say about it. It's probably not worth your money if you don't have a 1080p display. Um, if you've got a 4K display, it's worth a look. It's, it's sorely tempting. Mm. I think if uh, if we hadn't just splashed out on the 4K display. Yeah. Kind of sounds like it would be a bit middle of the road without the 4K display, though. Yeah, so. no, I don't know, definitely. Um, if, like, I, like I'd say, if I didn't have the money there or like I didn't have yeah. the opportunity, I probably wouldn't have bothered. But... So one of the things you mentioned to me before was loading times, though, which is interesting, because obviously there's, there's going to be a, an increase in the processor speed as well. Yes. So how has that affected your your play? Uh, the game loading times I've not noticed any particular difference in. Um, they load pretty much the same as they always have. Okay. Um, Middle Earth Shadow Mordor, when I was using both resolutions, I had to go back to the main menu and load the game back up again. Mm-hmm. Um both times I did that whenever I switched between the the resolution diff- like the resolution settings that's the word I'm looking for the loading times were the same um, the loading times for the actual BIOS of the system are noticeably quicker right which is weird although maybe no um, but um, it's mostly just for like switching between folders um, and with a PS4 like um, with the newest update they've got the wee side menu that comes up when you hold the PS4 button yeah. down yeah. Um, that loads up a bit quicker right but other than that like nothing major in terms of like how the actual games work okay. so you, you'd said as well that there are reports of some games taking slightly longer to load that's right that's a bigger thing as well um, it's it's only a small selection of games to my knowledge but it is quite big games and high profile games and one of them is The Last of Us the mm. one you mentioned yeah um, so I might be remembering wrong on this but to my knowledge the um, The Last of Us uh, remastered has um, two settings it's got um, 30 FPS probably higher quality visuals and 60 FPS that's on the regular PS4 on the PS4 Pro it can do the same thing but with 4K output. Um, now, one of the prerequisites in Sony's, from what I understand in Sony's internal documents for this for the PS4 Pro system is that it cannot compromise like either visual fidelity or frame rate. Right. Um, if you're putting it up, like it can't be worse than the regular PS4. Effectively, they refer to it as base hardware, so it makes sense like you're the problem with that is at, on the 60 FPS mode with the PS4 Pro there is a dip which doesn't happen on the PS4 at all it is locked 60 FPS in the PS4 uh, base system Right. on the Pro it dips to sometimes below 57 right. to fi- as low as 55 which doesn't sound bad in the grand scheme of things but it's still a dip it is so, still, yeah, yeah, and presumably that's uh, contravening their own guidelines. And well, that's it. That's 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 the problem that people are experiencing. Like Sony have said one thing, and one of their own second party developers, Naughty Dog, is doing another thing. Yeah. So what's the deal? It, it might just be that it's uh, like early days kind of thing because mm-hmm. it is it is a backport and it's one of the first titles that was um, 
that was enabled uh, with PS4 uh, Pro support. Yeah. So hopefully it's something that's that's fixed and it's nothing uh, too uh, damning of the the new console. Mm. So we teeth and problems. Yes, so that's work out. pretty much it. Um, the worst I've seen is Deus Ex Human Revolution, which um, on on four K mode can dip below. Uh, below 30 fps and as low as 20 Ooh. that's going to be seriously noticeable if it drops to 20 frames per second uh, um, I mean even in the even in the comparison video like there's obviously no difference in visual fidelity mm-hmm. but the frame rate is like I mean 20 fps is low yeah, yeah that's um, pretty shocking that's worse than a, my movie so um, it's it's a bit of an, an odd thing obviously it's going to take a while to get worked out because it's a it's a very unique situation mm-hmm. where you're not gonna have like all the developers like that had access to this I know that um, Square Enix in particular and the FF15 team didn't know the con- well they did know the console existed but they didn't have ex- access to the upgraded hardware until six months ago mm-hmm. um, so they were always uh, their ability to u- utilise it is going to be limited yeah and it's the same with other developers. They're presumably uh, running emulations uh, to to well to emulate the hardware. Yeah, they'll be using approximated hardware and all that kind of thing, rather than like a proper dev kit. Yeah. Um. So that kind of makes things difficult because they're kind of scrambling and make something that works. That works. <laughs> yeah. Um. I know that they've they've already said like we are going to be doing something for fifteen, but we will need to release a patch for it. Yeah. Um. Look, it's understandable if they've had so little time. Exactly. Yeah, and with the game coming out in a couple of weeks' time, they've probably already started to... Lock it down. To, but they'll have locked down by now, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so, um, it's, it is very early days. It's not, the console's been out for, like, what, five days? Less than that, maybe? Yeah. Um, so, it's, I would be hesitant to make a judgement on whether it's been a good move by Sony. Um, I would say... Like I said earlier, if you've got a 1080p screen, I would hold off and see if there's any games coming out to nine that interest you. Um, of course, there's always the argument as well that if you're interested in uh, PSVR, there's going to be uh, benefits to upgrading for that. Yeah, I've not, I've not heard anything about if there's any PSVR games that actually utilise it. Like I've not read anything. Well, I, th- I think the hardware in itself will benefit from the processor. Speed, yes. Um, um, and the the updated uh, hardware in general. That's absolutely yeah. Um, the the problem being is there's no any like high profile games that anybody like this will sound harsh, but anybody really cares about. Yep. Um, it's, it's fair though. It's I mean it, at this point in time it's mostly gimmicks. It is. It's small indie games that are like they have an idea and they'll get something together and they'll be like. There you go, um, which uh, is is quite good uh, if if people are looking to build their own PS4 uh, VR games. It's it's, it's it's quite a open market at the moment. Yeah, sure. Um, if anyone's got the hardware, they're going to be looking for something to play. Uh, I think that the big the big decider will be games like Resident Evil Seven. Mm. Um, uh, to some extent, some of the Japanese games and other kind as well. But I don't <laughs> know if I don't know about them. Um, but Resident Evil Seven is mm, could possibly be a unit shifter for the VR right. if they push it enough, but they might not. So, but they've made a big deal about it, so it's hard to tell. Um, it would be interesting. Um, yeah, it's definitely a it's definitely a genre of game that's going to benefit from VR with the jump scares. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's not one that I'd be interested in purchasing it's not, VR for. But it's, a very, it's a very good title to push for people that are like horror fans. Sure. Um, yeah. It's something I'd be interested in. Like It is one of the games that I would consider I, I would just mess with VR you, though. For. You, would, you would make me shit myself on a regular basis <laughs> if I chose VR and played horror games. But it's still a, it's still worth a look. It's, the whole, it's, it's a good utilisation, the, the immersion aspect yeah. of things. Like, you're you're actually in this tiny plantation mansion in Louisiana, um, and you are actually being chased by a mad family from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and all that kind of yeah. thing. Um, Just wait for the first headline of somebody having a heart attack playing VR. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, <laughs> Do you like some water? No, I'm good. Are you okay? I'm gonna have some water. Water, jar. So that's all I've got to say about the PS4 Pro. 
Um, bottom line, 4K display, um, totally consider it. Um, 1080 display, wait, I would say. When are you going to bring it over, Dave? Uh, never, because <laughs> you asked. <laughs> In your defence, you did mention it was because it was very heavy. To, it's to it carry. really heavy. Um, the book, the actual books itself doesn't seem heavy. Like I was lifting, I was like, oh, this is pretty light. But the system itself is so like bulky. Uh-huh. Mm. It feels heavier than maybe it actually is. Um, it's like a big black piece. <laughs> it's a big beast. It is. It's, it's a it's a fair it's a fair size of laddie. So another question as well. How does it sound? Very quiet. Yeah. Yeah, it's really quiet. Um, I've had my I had my PS4 for just over a year. Yeah. Um. So maybe the fan was just getting a bit dusty. You you wouldn't expect a piece of or you wouldn't want a piece of hardware that you want to like degrade that much over the space of a year. But yeah, I mean, if That's you true. if you notice a difference, it's it's very quiet. Because cool. you like the PS4, like it's a it's not a loud noise, but it's a noticeable. Like you can hear the fan. Yeah. Kicking. Kicking in. Um, I, I suppose it's maybe as uh, more games are coming out that utilize the full uh, spec or the hardware as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you're using more of the GPU, yeah. you're going to have to keep it cool. Yeah. So maybe more of the fans are spinning up or they're spinning up faster. Yeah, possibly. Um, I know there there are like um, like expansion fans you can buy for the PS4 and all that kind of thing as yeah. well. Yeah, like um, things that clip on and that. Yeah. There are um, ones for the Pro as well. But it remains to be seen if they're needed. The The console does get quite warm. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt the back of it. Uh-huh. And then I felt the back of the PS4 Pro as well. That was a joke. I'm just, just, just touching. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, for reals so, though. Um, <laughs> it does get quite warmer in the sort of top right of the console. Right. Um, which is presumably where they make the processors and all that kind of thing. Right, okay. Um, so it does get warmer than the regular PS4, I would say. But... It's no blown up or melted yet. Cool. So I'd like to think it's a problem they've addressed. I mean, the external fans were pretty much a must for the PS3, like the big fat beast of a PS3 that came mm. out first. I have one, and it sounds like a jet engine. It's really noisy. Yeah. And you yeah. do need the extra fans clipped into the USB yeah. to keep it the running. The Spider-Man PS3. But, I mean, they've made quite a few consoles since then, so I'd like to think they've maybe managed to compensate for the... Just using the internal fans without having to clip anything off. For the for the size of it and for the weight of it is very quiet. Put it that way. Cool. Um, so also in news this week or last week was uh, BlizzCon twenty sixteen. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Uh, I'm not a massive Boop. Blizzard fan. <laughs> that had to come in here. Oh somewhere. Overwatch, of course, yeah. Yeah. So uh, well, do you want to talk about that Overwatch Ash? As since uh, yeah, I think I'm the only one that plays it. I'll right? play it on the free weekend that comes up. Yeah. So it's like. It's, it's pretty good. Um, well, obviously, they unveiled the newest short for their, the newest character they're introducing, and it was Sombra. Yes. Um, M- much to the fans' delight, because they've yes. been teasing this for months through the alternate reality game. Yes. Uh, they've been throwing out teasers for it, and they've been kind of hinting at what's coming, and everybody lost it at BlizzCon when they finally announced it, and they showed the short. And uh, she looks like she's going to be a pretty, a pretty cool addition. She can hack play the game. Yes. Which is quite entertaining. Um, her whole, that that's it. She is. I'm. I'm presuming that she's going to be. A DPS. Um. I think she's, more support, isn't she? Yeah, I would imagine a hacker would well, be yeah, support. I'm not like I'm not really sure because she does have weaponry. I'm not. I'm not really sure where she's it's going to the, fall within the. So you've not characters. had a chance to play. Uh, no, since, since she's um, been released. no, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't had it out of the box. Obviously, sure. it's here somewhere, in amongst the boxes surrounding <laughs> me. Is it not in one of those folders? It will be. It will be. No, no, it's in a box. Oh, okay, um, okay. But I haven't had it out yet, so I haven't uh, downloaded the the patch. I haven't got her um, as a character. Uh, I know that her. I know a little bit about her basic moveset. She can obviously hack the environment around her. She's got teleportation. She can teleport. Um, she can also throw down. Uh, I think they're almost like EMPs. Okay. Um, that interfere with the technology around her. She can take it. Turrets, well. and all that kind of thing as yeah. well. She can. She can lock character specials as well. Right? Yeah. Oh, really? She can. Uh, she can stop you in your tracks. There's. There will be no alts from you. You will, cease. Um. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how. Uh, 
how she plays with the rest of the characters when they originally bring her in because obviously they've done a lot of changing to the roster since Overwatch originally came out some of the characters have been nerfed yeah it's been a lot of balancing um, there's been a lot of careful tweaking done to balance out the characters because there's I mean there are still quite a few of them that are kind of OP like mm. <laughs> you can pretty much Bastion being the main one you can pretty much play Bastion and win regardless of your skill level all you have to do is turret mode him <laughs> and sit wherever you're trying to protect and just destroy everything coming oh in your God. direction. I, look, last time I played as Bastion, I was getting my, my backside handed to me. Because you're shit game. I was really <laughs> good to start with when I first played as they Bastion. Did, they, they, have, they have nerfed him somewhat. He's not as bad. Is it maybe his defence that they've taken down? Or? If you're um, if you're playing... It, it depends on... If, if you were to start the game now yeah. and you're playing in with people of a similar skill level, none of them will know how to deal with Bastion. So again, you can still just rule the field. Mm-hmm. Up until a certain level, mm-hmm. you're pretty much golden if you just go with Bastion because nobody else has figured out how to kill him yet or how to get through enough. his turret defences. Yeah. But because they have nerfed and tweaked so many of the other characters, it'll be interesting to see which way she goes because mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I'm not sure if they've overpowered her or if, on the other hand, it's going to be quite hard um, to use her. And if she is a support character, if that's what they throw, in it, throw her in as, she might be... She might be slightly difficult to get to grips with, um, unless you're playing Overwatch with people you actually know, yeah. Or you're playing it with a headset with maybe people that mm. kind of know what they're doing. Um, it's the same as any other game. Like playing support can be Tough. difficult. There's just, not a lot of people that are willing to have your back. Like they don't really. I experienced that when I was playing tank in FF14. Yeah, um, people just kind of abandon you. <laughs> it was um, it was one game I played. It was in one of the first dungeons when I was just starting it. And I was replaying one of the dungeons as like a daily. Yeah. Um, and I was, I just, you know, like the the gen- Did you play Paladin in fourteen? I played Dragoon. God, oh my! I was deeps. Um, but yeah, like the big Paladin thing was like shield bash, flash, in your attack, and you loop so you keep aggroing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I kept doing that, and but like some of the enemies were like. Like one or two enemies will like escape an aggro. But yeah. it's just a thing that happens. Um as as hard as you try, sometimes that happens. And one of the DPS kept running a heat and it was like, Do your job tank. It was like, You're running a heat, mate. I like I'm trying to maintain aggro, you're not helping. I think you find that in a lot of games, yeah. yeah. FF fourteen was a nightmare for it though, because yeah. that that's why you I had played the, healer the... as well when I first played it. Like I was a mage, a white mage. Yeah. And it's that's why you had it's your dailies because yeah, people for... like that don't tend to make friends. Yeah, that's true. Yes. <laughs> so you got your roulettes and stuff, and you're like forced into these matches where you're helping people out and like you know leveling yeah. people through, and then you're rewarded quite well for it at least. I think yeah, I, I think yeah. the guy apologised and I got my commendations anyway. Yeah. So fuck that way. Yeah. You do at least get something out of it. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, every every game where you have to play as a team. Yeah. There are always unless you play it with a set group of people, you're always gonna end up at least one match at some point. There's always yeah. there's always gonna be somebody that's a bit in arsenal, unfortunately. So bring it back to BlizzCon, we'll post the, the video uh in the in the post. She yes. looks and if you haven't it's seen a very it, cute animation. Yeah, if you haven't seen it then you won't understand the boop, but you need to watch it. You'll inevitably have seen a gif somewhere or something of it if you haven't been hiding under a rock. Misappropriated boops. She's boops adorable. Are for snoots. She did boop a snoot. Yeah, but it's only a person snoot, not a doggo snoot. It is um, a snoot. Let's get her heads out of Tumblr. Um, <laughs> she looks like Laura from Street Fighter Five. She, she does. does. Like, she does. Exactly she, looks, like her. she looks like she got bored of street fighting and decided yeah. to learn how to hack. <laughs> I might play her because I play Laura in FF5. Yeah. Um, and I almost beat Johnny in a match the other weekend. <gasps> but then he kicked Marsh because he... <laughs> And he was ill as well, so he's he's good at Street Fighter Five even when he's ill. He's not hungover. he's not going to like you calling him out on the podcast. No, Steve's going to tell him. Our one listener, Steve, will let him. <laughs> Don't worry, we're cool. Um, so uh, also from BlizzCon because uh, they're celebrating fifteen years since Diablo uh, was released on PC. I think mm-hmm. there have been some pretty cool updates to Diablo Three. Uh, now, not that I'm a, a player of Diablo Three, but I was a huge uh, fan of Diablo Two. Mm. and one of the biggest announcements is that they're introducing the necromancer character uh, who was fantastic in Diablo 2 really overpowered um, you could just raise loads of skeletons uh, you had your golems and you had loads of curses and mm. traps and stuff as well so they're coming to Diablo 3 so it's something I might now get into 
Yeah, just just play through. Um, um, was they, they said they, I think there was a mention as well that they were remaking Diablo one and the Diablo three engine. Is that actually happening? Or? Yes, so it's a dungeon because um the original Diablo game uh was just like one level, but it was oh. several like kind of layers to this dungeon. See, as right. as you go down through this church into the cloisters so of hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never actually played a Diablo game, so I'm not. I can't remember how, sure how many layers it is. It's I think it's between seven 16? and fifteen. Going on. Yeah, well, yeah, there, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're putting all of those into uh, Diablo three uh, as oh, an as an area, which is quite a nice idea. Um, so that's quite it's exciting. Nice throwback. It's a nice throwback. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's certainly very appealing to me. Who initially I was quite excited about it because of my involvement with uh, Diablo two for mm-hmm. a long time. Um, but I, I just it passed me by, and then eventually I tried the the trial that Blizzard so conveniently have on most of their games. But pretty good at that. there was a lot of um, multiplayer involvement that kind of put me off. It was online only for a while as well, wasn't it? Is it still online only? Or did they take that out? I'm like the single player was like hooked into online, so yeah. you could only play with them. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not. Uh, That's a bit harsh. I'm not yeah, a team player. It was one of the first games that did that. I like um, to play through these games on my own yeah. initially, at least. Um, did much else come from there there were upgrades to um, Hearthstone like uh, the the announcement did some League of Legends stuff as well but I don't play so I didn't really pay attention no at BlizzCon oh Heroes of the Storm yeah yeah, sorry that one (laughs) that other MOBA Uh, that it's pretty much the same thing same thing so Hearthstone announced their Gadgetzan is it Mean Streets of Gadgetzan their latest expansion no idea uh, so it's all like inventions and uh, imps, I think. Oh, right. uh, I see. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really into Hearthstone. It's fun. Like I, I did play it for a while, but it's it's quite an investment to to get good. Yeah. Yeah, it's only really Overwatch is really the only uh, Blizzard game that I play. Yeah. Um, I think the only other stuff that I really, well, in my feeds anyway, that I saw come out of BlizzCon was uh, the videos with all the voice actors oh yeah from Overwatch which is worth a watch as well if you you know have a swatch through YouTube and you're looking for something a little more fun to watch these days possibly a controversial issue um, since well with, with Ashley but some of the cosplay looked pretty good like uh, I watched one of the BlizzCon uh, cosplay videos it's not controversial I just don't care like that's not what I wanted to spend my evening watching <laughs> it, was, it was a four minute video but like the, I, I think the armor craft is typically of a really high standard at these events, and uh, you, I think you've got it some... has to be. If you yeah. want to cosplay anything from a Blizzard game, you kind of have to be good. You know, you can't really be much of a scrub, otherwise you're gonna look. Well, you're not gonna look very good in. Yeah. Badly made I, armor, are you? It's, I, it's not like. I think every year it gets consistently better. Yeah. Is the point I'm making the like, just the quality of uh, the armor and the the makeup and everything. Just it looks really cool. I like that. Um, there was. Um, a sombra cosplayer there and everyone was like oh my god you've just announced there's already a cosplayer it's like our design one or, it was a fi- an officially paid actress yeah. and two our design was actually leaked like a month ago yeah yeah. so it wouldn't have been out of the question but I think I think it was actually yeah it was like the official model that yeah. they'd taken right. the character and I, I think with the other Overwatch um, characters as well they're Blizzard are quite good they have character sheets on, online that yeah. you can download and you oh, really? see they're yeah yeah they're, they're, they're are... really detailed as well so they've got like um Oh, is it what's the is it Genji? What what's his brother? Hanzo. Hanzo. Hanzo they, I mean, Genji, they have brothers. Hanzo's um like full tattoo, like his yeah. full sleeve, oh, like really cool. detailed. So they um they they love cosplayers. They're really into like Blizzard yeah. as a whole. For it's, all it's, their games, they're really into people cosplaying their characters. It's essentially um, free marketing. Yeah, they're yeah. they're pretty. Uh, if you I, like, I follow them on Twitter. They're uh, they really enjoy it. They pretty much retweet and end up in conversation with everybody that does a cosplay of their games. It's something they're quite quite happy with. So it doesn't surprise me that they're they have a lot of references from So uh, it's nice. I mean I, I think that's pretty much it from BlizzCon. Anyone else got any other news? I mean I've I played the <laughs> Japanese fifteen demo, if you want to talk yeah. about that. Oh yeah yeah, go for it. Um I'll try and make it relatively quick because I don't know how long I've been talking. So I think we're gonna do like a, a now that like Dave's worn me down and I have pre-ordered 15 I think we'll probably, <laughs> probably do a very in-depth uh, discussion of it early next month I did actually yeah. see that on, on Twitter yeah, yeah but, um, pre-ordered. but it's um, the demo you can only get on the Japanese 
PlayStation Store at the moment, but it's like very easy to set up a Japanese account. You can do it in like mm. five seconds. Yeah. Um, you can look up a video on how you like sign it in properly, all that kind of thing. You don't need PS Plus to download the demo either, which is nice. Um, it is the first half of chapter one, so you get like the first area of the map to explore. Um, the rest of it's locked off. Um, it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, so how does this differ from the previous demos that they've released? So, so the first demo took place in an area called Dusky. Right. Um, episode Dusky, the demo was called. Um, but that demo doesn't happen until sl- that that area, sorry, doesn't happen until slightly later in the game. Okay. And also that area in that particular demo is like really unfinished. Right. Like it's, it's a bit different in the final game. Uh, that's a bit more detailed or that kind of thing. And they've they've modelled the rest of the map around it, obviously. Okay. Um, the combat has changed very significantly. Um, like the the, re- the the kind of the reason they released the last two demos is to give you a visual on how combat works. Um, in episode Dusky, the combat was quite esoteric. Not necessarily bad, but I think it would have alienated a lot of people if the final game worked like that. Was it quite um, funky? To a degree. It was like, um, the way that combos work in 15 is you hold circle or X, depending on the game you're playing, uh, the western or the eastern. Um, and you will execute a combo until until the enemy's at his last hit and then you'll do like a finishing move that's how the original combat in Dusky worked Um, and you could set up so like your first hit would be one weapon your second hit would be another weapon and your last hit would be a third weapon and then you'd have different weapons for parries and aerial attacks I think Um, and this is all user defined? it's all user defined through a menu right Um, it worked to a degree but it was frustrating having to like if you did want to switch up your weapons to fly you'd have to go on a menu switch it come back out you might not necessarily like be able to continue that same combo because you've just been in and your your timings are off and all that kind of thing um, they changed that um, so it's now all real time so you can press one of the directional pad buttons to switch to any other of four weapons you have equipped yeah so I experienced this in the platinum demo yes but <laughs> right you didn't enjoy it the platinum demo by your own admission it, it, it's it, not very good it was quite laggy I mean that's in fairness that's the only one I played yes um, and I didn't really hold the game accountable to that as no. you know I mentioned of it's pre-order now so what what did what did what were your issues with platinum demo what were your issues with that I just felt like an unfinished tech demo like some yeah. some of the things that were in it were quite nice but like it was a case of go through this app the, this environment mm-hmm. here's an annoying it was a carbuncle wasn't it yeah, uh, the, the the wee dog boy that yeah, was. Yeah, Carbuncles are adorable. What are you annoying? It was talking so to me. Good. They don't talk. It talks to it talks to you through emojis on a phone. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> that that bugged me. Okay. But so like you you stepped on panels and it's like oh now it's daytime now it's nighttime. Yeah. Here is the weather system and it it just felt like it felt like it was just like showing me this uh, engine that they built rather than showing me yeah. what I can expect from the game. Yeah. Additionally, I was fighting the Iron Giant boss. Yeah. And I felt really uh, inadequate. Like I played, I played through. I was beating the the lower level enemies in the plaza, and then you go and fight this this boss as part of this demo, and I didn't feel like I was Prepared. doing very well, and I didn't yeah. feel that I was getting the feedback necessary yeah. to improve my fighting style. Yeah. No. Um. It's the the platinum demo has considerable input lag. Mm. I'd say like between half and quarter a second. Which is noticeable. Yeah. Um, I also had um, what's called what is the name? I think it's um, frame frame lag. I think it's called, but it's it's not necessarily like dropping frames. It's like it's kind of like a stutter. So right. a game can still be thirty frames per second, but frames can stutter between that. It's it had that, and it was kind of bad, and it did like affect how you played the game because you weren't sure when a move was going to come out when you were holding the button and all that kind of thing that's totally gone in the new demo completely gone um, it is there is zero input lag mm. as far as I'm concerned as far as I can tell uh, there's no frame start on it's a pretty consistent 30 frames per second okay. um, the only drop I've seen was when I played the Justice Monsters um, minigame and 
um, in, in those environment. And I think the reason for that was because there was like a big reflective surface near me. Okay. And I think it was like there was a lot going on in the game. It was like, oh, and just yeah, sort of yeah. shit the bed a bit. Um, but like it dropped for like a second and sure. then it was fine. So um, the combat is now based a lot on awareness of movement mm-hmm. and getting back attacks and parries. In okay. um, Platinum Demo, that wasn't so big. It was mostly just like keep hitting the big wow. guy until it dies um, and avoid when it uses um, gravity like the big thing it used when it sucked you in yeah. um, this is now different because obviously you're fighting mobs enemies so you have to be aware of what's around you um, when you're going to get attacked when you should guard if you can get around the back of some guy um, and get a back attack because one of the big things that they've added in the new demo that they did demonstrate in a very early stage in Dusk Guy or Dusk Guy sorry um is team attacks, yes. which in Dusky you had to activate by going to a specific area um, that your teammate would dem- designate. So, like during a battle, Gladiolus, for example, would go knocked, go over here, uh-huh. and there'd be a yellow circle. Right. And you'd go to the yellow circle and you'd have to press a co- button combination and you'd maybe get a team attack with it. Maybe. And it, it, sounds, it sounds like a lot of work. It yeah. was. It was clunky, really clunky. These happen automatically now. So uh, there's, I think there's a, sort of, uh, a random chance of them happening. Or the, no, a random chance, a percentage chance of happening. Um, so if you go in the back and you hit the guy, Prompto could come back. Uh, if you've got a spear equipped, Noctis could throw the spear into the back of a, a jewel horn, which is basically a rhino. Mm-hmm. Um, Prompto will come up, stand on the end of the spear and shoot the thing, uh-huh. um, and you'll get extra damage because he's helped you. Cool. Um, so there are all these wee things they've added, like team attacks, um, like uh, well, link attacks or team attacks, uh, parries, back attack, bonus damage, uh, link strike, bonus damage. So there's a lot more things going on with the game now, mm-hmm. um, and how combat works, and it's surprisingly deep. Um, you might have noticed in Platinum Demo, I don't know if you did or not, different button combinations with the analog stick can result in different types of attack. Did you notice that? Yes. So, one of the bigger ones is um, there's a charged attack with a greatsword. Mm-hmm. So, if you hold back and circle, or I'm assuming it'll be X in the Western version, um, Noctis will charge a big attack, which leaves you vulnerable to attack, but if you wait till an enemy's staggered or weak, they'll fall. Okay. Um, and you can charge the attack and get a massive damage hit. Um, so learning uh, individual weapon skills is <clears> going to be to your benefit. Yeah. Um, like there's no um, you didn't like. There's no like in Dusky there was like a you press triangle and you would use a skill. Uh-huh. Um, so it'd be like dragoon jump. Right. Uh-huh. Those aren't in the game at all anymore. They removed that for in favor of having like button combinations assigned to different weapons. So Dragoon Jump, you now do by, um, you'll do a combo, and then you press forward and circle, and Noctis will interrupt the combo, jump up, and Dragoon Jump. Um, okay. Which makes combat a lot more fluid and faster, whereas it felt like they were trying to, their sort of Kingdom Hearts thing, but you were interrupting it with skills, which Kingdom Hearts doesn't really do. Right. Um, like it does, but Kingdom Hearts was much, much faster. It's a really quick combat system. Yeah. Um... So I, I did think that when you were saying about that, oh, go here and like that you might get a team attack. That sounded almost like Unity in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, um, Kingdom Hearts is like a bit different, but like I say, it's, it's a faster game. Yeah, um, and it's a lot more on like um, like twitchy movement. Whereas Fifteen in Dusky was not quick enough to accommodate that. It was a very slow game. Now it's a lot quicker. Still no Kingdom Hearts quick. But it's, it's visibly an action RPG, and there is now a focus on a specific like type of combat that you should be working towards, rather than like what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's all about like positional awareness um, and trying to figure out what is best depending on where you're positioned in the map. Mm. Um, so, like, if you're far away from the enemy, um, you can use you should and probably will use magic. Um, because magic is an area effect spell mm-hmm. yeah. depending on what type of magic you use it's different so thunder 
will affect a small area, fire will affect a slightly bigger area, and ice is everywhere. Um, I was a black mage, so this is all I know yeah. about. <laughs> so, um, ice is a longer effect as well. So it will, um, it's a damage over time thing. It's a bit like poison, sure. a yeah. bit. Um, fire is quick, and it's a big burst, so it affects a larger area, but it lingers for a while. Um, thunder is thunder is a lot quicker, and it affects a small area, but it's more powerful. Mm-hmm. But the consequence is like it can conduct through surfaces. So, like, if you use it in an indoor environment, metal, it will conduct through the metal floor. And electrocute you. And electrocute you. Yeah. It's not ideal. No. Um, so, all these things you've got to take into account. Yeah. Um, I know I'm talking about, a little bit about the battle system, but it's genuinely one of the bigger things about the game. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, the battle system's always been a huge part of Final Fantasy. Yeah. And each game has its own unique battle system. Yeah, and the thing about the previous games was, like, it was all ATB. This is now totally different. And they, as far as I'm concerned, after I've been playing the demo for about eight hours consecutively since Friday, um, they've pulled off. Okay. They've made it work. What's ATB? Um, Active Time Battle. Right. Um, Turn-based. It's not really turn-based, but um, it's, you know Final Fantasy VII, where it's like, it was turn-based, but the enemy could attack while you were making turns? Yeah. That's what Active Time Battle was. Um, It was more for people listening than... Yeah. Alright. I, I know what it is, Dave. Come on. <laughs> oh, I am sorry. Um <laughs> What's the uh what's the countdown now? What how many days till it's out? It is well today's what is it, the thirteenth? Yeah, it's the thirteenth today. Uh three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight. Sixteen days. Sixteen days. Do you have so, an advent calendar for Final Fantasy <laughs> Uh no, I just um just know it's out on the twenty ninth. Um no, like at this point I'm just kinda like I would like it to be out now. Um yeah. it's, it's, it's been it's been quite a while um, but the um, initially with the demo was a bit kind of like I don't know what I don't know what I think of this um, because admittedly it has issues with visual fidelity mm-hmm. there are some times where the game looks incredible and there are some points where the game does not look great yeah um, but it's mostly good so it's but like after playing with the battle system for ages and ages and, ages and getting used to it uh-huh. I can now say like if you want something like if you want a good ARPG that doesn't play like Kingdom Hearts, this is probably worth your time. Um, there's also a lot going on. There's loads of side quests and all that kind of thing. So it's looking promising. Um, obviously we'll probably talk about it a lot more in depth when the game actually comes out. But yes. the demo, it's a far better demo than they've released twice before, which is weird because one you had to pay for, and one they made a really big deal about. This one they announced on a Japanese stream. They just basically said, "This is coming out tomorrow. You can download it if you like." It's and it's the first half of the it's the first half of the first chapter of the game. It's really big. I wonder if it's maybe just by by this point they expect all eyes to be on it anyway. Probably it's, yeah. It's so close to release. But like they made a they made a point of saying it's like it's not coming out the west. It's like, what are you thinking? I'd, Square it's, really weird. It is difficult to to kind of understand their reasoning behind it. They'll say like in that same stream they said like it's not coming out the west. But you can come to our cafe in Akihabara and have themed prompto drinks. And I was like, great, cool, thanks. Um, that would be great. Um, I should probably go to that cafe at some point, actually. I don't know if it was nice, but um, the guy spilled the drinks on us and that wasn't that fun. He remembers, if you're listening. I'm sure that Japanese guy is probably not listening, probably because he's dead. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, he was taken into a back room after... He was taken into a back room very quickly. After much time. <laughs> And he was made to bow to us before. So is we that left. in the is that in the Final Fantasy Cafe when we went to that you were talking and about? In Shibuya, yeah. Or Shinjuku, sorry, not Shibuya. Shinjuku. It was a different one. That you went to the Eorzea Cafe. We went yes. to the Eorzea, which okay. is Final Fantasy fourteen the, yeah. the Arnea themed cafe is the, just general. It's just it's Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. Okay, cool. It's outside the headquarters. So Yes. Um Cool. So that's I guess that's it for You guys for gonna do stuff? a Final Fantasy yeah. 15 special after it comes. Oh out? yeah, probably at yeah. least one. Yeah, I think it might. Uh, and you say special, that's the kind of your your character because I think it's one of the things that would eat up an entire show. And yeah. Yeah. there are going to be people who just aren't interested. We so should. we'll probably do something similar to what we did with Kingsglaive and just like do a separate recording. We should maybe try and rope Stephen. Uh, is he? Resident Plus as well. Steve. 
Oh yeah, Steve's well, man. Yeah, Steve's super into FF15 at the moment, so we should try and rope him in for a for a, a listener treat, well, so he can listen to himself. Well, oh. Steve, you can cross that threshold and become a host instead of just our only listener. Um, but he also but still has to listen to it. Yeah. He also still has to listen to it, so we can get our play count up. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the Ghost in the Shell trailer. I've not seen it yet. Right, we're going to take a brief hiatus so that Dave can watch Ghost in the Shell trailer. Okay. This is Major. I'm on site. Right, Dave. Now that we've all seen the trailer. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts? Um, it's got a good cyberpunk look to it. Um, I like that. Um, it looked a lot like the anime. And mm. it felt a lot like the book, what I've read of the book. Or the, the Tankobon, I should speak. I should be really specific in what the wording I'm using here um, for all those Japan files. And is that what the actual novel rather than manga or the the manga? Sorry. Oh right, sorry, sorry. Tanko oh, Budget collected the volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the right word to use, or would they just like what is what is the word for like a uh what's the word I'm looking for like um not a comic book but like a graphic novel? What is the word for that in Japanese? Would it be Tankobon? Tankobon or something? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I just call them manga. I'll do. <laughs> it's a children's picture book. Ma- manga hon. But yeah, there probably is a specific Comic word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ash, you've uh, seen most of Standalone Complex with me, haven't you? Yes. But have you seen the original film? Not entirely sure. Okay. It I looks th- a lot like the original film. I think a lot of the scenes have been like lifted, like frame for frame. Yeah, especially the fight in the puddle and when she's been resurrected. There's the Joy, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, the standing on the rooftop, falling off it. Um, just some incredible scenes there. I'm gonna sense if they're aiming it towards fans of them. Do Do you remember Ghost in the Shell? This is I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. If they're doing that, and they did this with Watchmen as well, or Zack Snyder did, uh-huh. why bother? Oh, if they're doing it scene for scene, yeah, why bother? Ooh, maybe to try and reach out to another audience. So this is this is a point I made to Ashley earlier. Ashley, because mm. you admittedly don't like Scarlett Hansen. I don't like her at all. I don't like her in anything, and I do not hold high hopes for her playing this character in Ghost in the Shell. I think her being in it totally detracts from my enjoyment of it. I don't okay. think her acting is very good. Okay, so. tell us how you really feel. Um, <laughs> She's got a nice bum. <laughs> Hansen, right. She I, has a nice bum when she falls off the building. Yes, that's I, that's the does. only good. I like I like Scarlett Johansson, right? I think she, I I think she's a good actress, right? Contrary to to your opinion. <laughs> I I just I enjoy the films that she and uh huh. You enjoy her bum when the film gets that sense. I don't spend a lot of time looking at her bum to be honest. So, so I I really like her voice. I really like. I think she's got a really cute smile. Um, but getting <laughs> getting away from that, getting away from that. Gay. I know the. She has been chosen because she reaches a wider audience. Oh no, absolutely. In the US. And 100%. I think that that's the audience that they're going for is mainstream, like, action film uh, aficionados. Yeah. Rather than, oh, we, we turned your manga into a film, go see it. Because, I mean, okay, that's if you, if you only go for the anime crowd and the manga crowd, that's going to be, like, a really tiny audience. No, no, I appreciate that. But you're saying, that obviously, she brings in a, a larger, wider audience to, like, you know, action films and all the rest of it. She brings in a very specific audience who are not coming to see her because they think she is a good actress, nor are they coming to see it because they're interested in the film. But that's, that's fair though. <laughs> there are going to be people who, who will. But I think, I think the point. They want to see the booty. The point, the point I think that Brian is trying to make, and I'm not disagreeing with you, Ashley, is that it's going to bring those people in. It, it absolutely will bring those people in. But it might say, oh, she's got a really nice arse, yeah. but this film's also quite good. Excuse but you, that depends on the film being good. You're going to get those guys that are like, oh, oh, Scarlett Johansson, you know, going and rubbing their knees. But you're also going to get guys who are like, plenty hmm. of other Takeshi Kitano. Who are, have nice bums, but also are good actresses. Fair enough. <laughs> but she's, she's one of the highest grossing Can, Hollywood <laughs> actresses. And Can we know half of the women from Always Sunny in it? Or she just like, Complains. In fact, just have like Charlie Day play the rest of yeah. the roles. Oh, Charlie Day. Yeah. He, what? Who? Who could he play? Everyone. Know. He could. He could be the, he la- could the be laughing everyone. man. Laughing man. Charlie Day loves to laugh. Um, so I think, in terms of the plot, there's there's obviously some uh, similarities to the the beginning scenes of the the first animated film in there, with the the robotic geisha kidnapping the 
um, politician. Yeah. Um, Will they open it with her being made into the simulant? No. Do you not? Do you not think? Do you no, think we'll open it with the iconic scene where she jumps at the? I, I hope so. Yeah. yeah, I think opening with like the origin is maybe not the the greatest way to open a film. Maybe not the greatest way to pull everybody in. It's it's quite slow. Um, oh, beautiful though it is, and um, they have been very faithful to that in particular. I've not watched Ghost in the Shell in a while, but like all the bits for that, I was like, that looks exactly like what it is. In there, that w- there was actually an independent film studio who uh, redid that scene. Uh, in real life a few years ago and it's oh, really? incredible I'll, again I'll post this in the the post I'll post a video mm-hmm. um, I rewatched it not so long ago uh, and it was it was shot for shot but mm-hmm. using uh, a real person and like beautiful CG, CG yeah. and I, I guess it comes back to the thing you were saying well if, if they've already animated that why would you go ahead and do it scene for That's, scene the exact that is, same that is my issue that it, it looks very good and I like the whole st- I like the the general cyberpunk design of Ghost in the Shell, like, like the 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 visor shoulder into the face, yeah. I like the bio biomechanical stuff. That's all really like the, the holographic advertisements around uh, what looked like Hong Kong. Yeah. They're pr- probably supposed to be uh, Tokyo, like you said. I think the problem that they're going to experience with this is, like, a lot of people are going to say, I could probably just watch Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Um, like the people that actually are heavily invested in Ghost yeah. in the Shell and that, they'll probably just say, I'll just continue watching that, but like, on you go. Yeah. The people that are going to come in because they want to see Scott, Scott Johansson's bum, or like the people, <laughs> there are people that are like movie nerds yeah, and put these in quotes like, yeah, I really love movies, man. When's the next Marvel film coming out, dudes? <laughs> those those kind of people, and you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, what was the last film I went and saw at the cinema? Oh, yeah, Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm well, one, I'm one of those. <laughs> no, but you know exactly what I mean. Yeah. Like the, yeah the people yeah. that are into movies. Um, yeah. They're going to go and see this and say, it's Blade Runner. Right. Well, yeah. I could, I could just go and watch Blade Runner. That's not. It's not to put a damper on either Blade Runner or Ghost yeah. in the Shell because they're both cyberpunk and they're both great in their own ways. Yes. But I think I don't think there's going to be an intersection audience. There might be a small intersection audience, but I don't think it's going to be big enough to make. I think the film will probably do well. Yeah. It will probably because it's got like the the trailer has some really great visuals. There's no arguing that, but those are visuals taken from the anime. Yep. There's nothing new, new in there. There. I mean, like there's the nice overhead shots of like slow-mo stuff but that's been done a million times yeah I mean, I mean we'll uh, see how it like I, I'm just I'm wanna, it's not broke don't fix it I'm just not con- it doesn't look bad I'm not saying it's like what, why are they doing this I mean I think you have to look at look back at the anime and you have to say those, those shots they're framed perfectly they're paced perfectly and not to not to mention that so they've recreated those um, through the original in the trailer but also you've got people like us who are oh my god that's the shot from the anime yeah and it's it maybe is for people to like kind of pick out and like but talk about it's and- it's good that they're generating that interest and it's good that they're that they're being faithful like the logo is identical yeah. to the original logo like with a triangle and like that's cool it's cool that they're doing that but you've got to try to find line with that kind of thing because it will get to the point where people will start to say is this pandering is this pandering to me and then when people feel pandered to, they're like, "Whoa, no, no, no!" Yeah, especially with the, with the anime audience and the, like, mm. well, most of us the anime audience, but like the cult film audience. Yeah. And th- that is a cult film. Ghost in the Shell is a cult anime film, along with Akira and all that kind of thing. And I think when people in that kind of sect, cult cultural sect, feel pandered to, they're like, "Nah, I'm out." Yeah. Maybe. I think that might might happen with him, but that's not who this film's marketed really. But. It, I don't know, it's weird. It would be interesting as well, because you mentioned Blade Runner 2. Or, well, no, you mentioned Blade Runner. Blade Runner 2 is coming out as well. Yeah. It's coming out, it's supposed to be out in January, I think. Or oh, January 2018. Hmm? January 2018, you mean. Is it? Yeah, I think. Is it, I think they have started filming it. Yeah, so. they've, they've oh, made well. a start, like, they've released through the cast and stuff. If it's like. as far away as that, then I, I was going to say, like, I'd be interested to see what that does for the Blade Runner 2's audience. Whether people yeah. are like, oh, this was good, I can't wait for Blade Runner 2, or... This was crap. Blade Runner Two is yeah. going to be better. It's not going to be some kind of cyberpunk renaissance. That's not going to happen. Okay. Um, which is yeah. a shame because like cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is coming out at some point. CD maybe. Project Red. CD Project, yeah, uh, yeah. based on the old um, tabletop RPG. Right. And okay. they actually have the original guy that wrote the RPG in doing stuff, which nice. is really cool. Yeah. Um, but they only just really started proper development. It's, 
it's been a kind of FF versus 13 situation where they've been pre-developing for a while and getting things together and now that they've all finished in The Witcher 3 they're going to go right this is our next thing um, but this is not a cyberpunk renaissance two cyberpunk films are happening at the same time um, but I don't think anybody else has got the budget to actually make another cyberpunk film yeah. Because they're very expensive. Like, it's oh, a very definitely. sort of it's visually, yeah. it's a very sort of visually intense um, thing to do. That said, um, if if this and the next Blade Runner film do well, it might it might kind of lead the charge. It might encourage like, people. You, know, yeah. you might see that people will start developing more cyberpunk things a few years down the line. You might actually have that renaissance. That 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 could be that could be true. Um, I am not confident that. Blade Runner Two will do well. It will do all right. Okay. It will do all right. It'll draw in the crowds. I think. I mean, you're going to have like diehard uh, Harrison Ford fans that are going to be going to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's going to draw the in Ryan the crowds Gosling. because well, it is Blade Runner will Two. He, will but... he get stabbed by a lightsaber in this one as well? <laughs> is that beyond the statute of limitations now? Is that still spoiler territory? I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Force Awakens wasn't that good. Steve, it was okay. Steve, if you haven't seen the Force Awakens, <laughs> we're really sorry for spoiling that for you. <laughs> Look, Steve, you're just back for your honeymoon. Camden. <laughs> So uh, I think we can probably finish up there. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Next podcast, we're going to have to do our our budget game challenge. Yeah, I bought mine it. already. I've bought mine and been playing through. So really, we just need to know if Liam's been doing the same. Yeah, um, I've not. I've only played like did we did we specify like a play time, like a couple of hours? I don't or? think so. No, play as long as you want. Ashley, you got a, a? Are you doing the budget game challenge with us as well? The challenge was any platform game for less than a tenner. I probably could do. I could probably, I could probably actually just use one of the many games I already own and have not. If you if you bought it recently, or if you can source it for less than a tenner, then yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't meet the challenge rules. Well, how, how recently? <laughs> doesn't how, meet the rules, so you can't play. How recently do I have to have bought it? So if you if you can, I guess like we we within, really within the last this. month, within well, the last month. If, if you can look and find it now, and someone can go out and buy it for less than a tenner, mm. then it can it can be in. Yeah, sure. If it's like a game you bought on PSN. Like for example, Koala uh, or Sigma, which is not a platform; it's more like a DMC type slash em up, or um, I don't know, one of the many games on PSN, uh, PS One Classic, things like that. Stuff. I will tentatively say yes. Okay. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. So uh, we started off the podcast with the uh, ad libbed challenge for Liam. <laughs> yes. I think we should finish this one off the same way. So uh, here's my poorly remembered quote. Had to be me, somebody else might have got it wrong. I don't know what that's from. No. So is well, that the game now? Is it poorly remembered slash paraphrased game quotes? Paraphrased game quotes. <laughs> what surprise if anybody guesses this? The shout shout out on Twitter. Oh, oh, good. We'll, we'll, we'll shout you out on <laughs> we'll Twitter. We'll tag you on Twitter. We'll shout you out on the podcast. You can you can be tagged on my personal Twitter account where I just retweet fucking porn, basically. <laughs> That's, that's delightful. We'll let the world know that Steve has a lot of obscure game knowledge since he's probably the only person that's going to answer. Well, I know for a fact that Steve would get this one. Steve. <laughs> so that's the You're reason you You're a winner, it. Steve! It's, no, it's, it's not that. I just know that it's a game that we've both played and, and love. Um, so I don't know if you know Steve, that's maybe a bit of a hint. Uh, but, yes, had to maybe somebody else might have got it wrong. Okay, um, so is that us done for the week? That's us. You're free to go. Woo! Oh, yeah. I'll take you home. You can play your PlayStation and talk to your Grab Your Idols on Twitter. I've not talked to one in a while. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be forgetting your face. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably go back to playing Dark Souls. Oh, I won't play Nina Kitty. Okay, well, Ashley's got the PS3. Uh, but that's <laughs> us. Thank you for, for joining. And we'll catch you next time. Bye, Steve. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.